Welcome everyone to the Saniac Podcast. If you're new here, this is the Saniac Podcast where we host live weekly recaps and cast interviews of all people the challenge right here on our Facebook page. If you're listening to this on audio, there are video versions to all of this on our Facebook page at Saniac Podcast. Of course, check us out at SaniacPodcast.com and at Saniac Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. We love producing challenge content for you guys, so it is there for the taking. Enjoy, enjoy, and we are glad to be back here after our big hiatus and continuing our massive Wednesday marathon with tonight's episode 14 recap. I'm Shawnee Suisa, and this is my awesome co-host. Uh, well, I'm Zach. Got with a lot H. of gray hair, and I've been watching the show for a long time. With an H. Very important. Yeah, get that H in there. We don't do Zach with a K. So he's a harbinger of bad things. Or what about Zach with just a C? No, even worse. <laughs> even worse. I think, well, Zach from Real World Key West, I think he was just a Zach with a C. I think he was a Z-A-C. Uh, oh, the Jew? I messaged yeah. him. I messaged him because he has a mutual friend of mine and I was trying to get to uh, Svetlana and like at that time. So I was messaging, oh, yeah. I was going any which way I could get and think of getting to her. And so I found him on Facebook and ended up messaging him, but he's not in touch Dude. with anyone. So useless. If we, like if we were the ones that got the Svetlana interview, because I mean, that, that is the most, that's what every, every person doing a challenge podcast, that's what they're looking for. They want a Svetlana interview. If yeah. Svetlana went on your show and did a challenge MTV style interview, uh, that, that would, kill it on downloads everybody would be into that She's so just so elusive you know, know. it's like yeah, we, we gotta we gotta work every possible angle she was the mega star that wasn't it's crazy mm. yeah crazy but, story. well that's the craziest part is that a lot of the people who've been on one challenge and were good are still at least somewhat present online like you can find nor online you can find, you know you can see what's going yeah. on with a few of these yeah. people aviv is also like on instagram and stuff but svetlana is just off the face of the earth yeah, I, I I would really be interested in a conversation like that because there's, you know, she's even got like all these urban legends and stuff about her. You know, there, there's a story that I would love to, to find truthfulness to that, that apparently she had to file a restraining order against Brandon Boyd, the lead singer of Incubus. What? That's, that's like some, yeah, that's like something that's out there. That's, that's a juicy, that that's a juicy yeah. take right there. But, but I mean, I just, I, that would be crazy because when she was on television in 2006, Incubus, they were one of the biggest bands in the world. So mm. she would have been on, on that kind of level. I need, I need more details on this. Well, I, I need I, more details. Did you watch that, that clip? Did everybody watch that clip? Uh, yes, that MTV awesome. just posted of Svetlana hosting a coast to coast 21st birthday. Uh, yeah, you guys should go back and watch that. And I, I hope we get more stuff like this as they're gearing up for this Facebook live real world season. Mm. Um, I, I hope we get more classic stuff like that. Yeah, because we know the Facebook live version is not going to be so great. No, no, it's not. So hopefully we can just get good <laughs> HD clips. But yeah, it was Svetlana going back and, and watching that. That, that, was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys, let's get into this episode. We start off with this long-awaited elimination. Uh, and, you know, I I have to say, almost everything we complained about earlier today was 
rectified in this episode. Like they, it's almost like they understood how badly they were fucking up that they quickly changed pace and brought it back to the kind of things that we like. So we start off with an awesome elimination, a tug of war, and it's Devon versus D. Now, I don't know who you thought was going to win this, but I wasn't confident one way or the other. So I wasn't like, oh, D's going to kill it or Devon's going to kill it. I figured it'd be tight. Um, I really thought Devon was going to win. I was confident about that going in. And I really liked her approach. Mm. She made it known. Slow and steady. I got to watch my my endurance. I know that that's an issue, so I don't want to overdo it and completely wear out. And there was a very uh, noticeable lean amongst the spectators towards D. Everybody wanted D to come out on top. And D, she gassed out. Mm-hmm. That was clear. She, she lost it. She started out way too quick. Yeah, it, was, it, it felt as if Devon was going slower, but also pulling more rope. When I would see the poles that she had, they felt like they were more full than the poles that, uh, that D had. And so I think that was a big factor. And you could see around the point where I think D had maybe like two loops left of her rope to pull uh, and Devon was already pulling on her. So, you know, it, it, it was an elimination that really required endurance, but it also required just knowing yourself and having self-awareness more, more so than powering through it or being strong. And, that, you know, this is where Devon shines again. She uses her own methods, her own strategy. She, you know, goes with her own strength and doesn't try to be something else um, and stays calm, cool, and collected and pulls it out. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's pretty accurate. And I, I, you know, there was no, there was no bullshit here. The, the deserving competitor, uh, was victorious. Yeah. Um, Robert, I appreciate you telling me that I'm looking okay. I, I did have to change my, uh, my outfit from earlier because I, I got projectile vomited on oh uh, several times during the episode. I had a very fussy child watching. Oh, oh my God. Wow, and I thought my dogs were bad. It was it was quite the experience. I'll, I'll say that much. So here here I am, freshly changed, uh, still presenting to you guys and girls and whoever. Corey makes an interesting comment, which is uh, silver lining for D is she prob would have lost the next swimming challenge anyway. I I'm not sure if that's true. I know she doesn't like swimming, but. Well, Devon wouldn't have been in it if she would have won. Um, (laughs) So uh, here's the interesting thing. As you alluded to a couple minutes ago, we talked about a lot of stuff in our mega episode earlier today. And a lot of topics that we touched on definitely, you might say, came to pass in this episode were justified. There wasn't really anything we said that was quite disproven. Um, I said very prominently in uh, our earlier recap that Maddie has not impressed me this season. I uh, she I really hasn't touch on done this. that much. Yeah. She hasn't, she hasn't really made it up to the hype and it seems like she was very close to going home today or mm. well, several months ago during this episode. Uh, <laughs> what, what is, what is going on here? Where is the disconnect? It, does she just look like this intimidating woman because she's she's taller than most people that we see come on this show? Mm, no, I, I don't necessarily think so. I, I, I mean, today's challenge was difficult. 
And it was one where if you made that one fatal error of not, not making that swing properly, that you were pretty much screwed because, you know, climbing back up after you've just used and exerted all of your forearm strength up until that point. I mean, it's, it's almost like it, it's, it's insane. You know, the fact that Paulie managed to get up so many times is crazy. Okay. You know, that's like a crazy to- concept. Like the fact that Maddie, I think had she had taken more time on that swing and, and gone higher up, it would have been a different story. Um, and, but I, I agree. Like we weren't your theory of Maddie not being impressive. Wasn't disproven this episode. If anything, the results showed that, you know, you have a right to be hesitant on her performances. But I mean, I, you could obviously list a hundred reasons as to why like Ninja didn't make the swing. Um, you know, hey, right away. let's talk about that. <laughs> when Ninja fell, that was the only time during the episode, uh, that I was louder, uh, than the fussy child that was laying on me that when Ninja fell, I said, I was laughing. I was saying, Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've been wanting to see this so badly. Unfortunately, she did make it back up and complete the, the task. And oh man, her 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 bravado stuff that she tries, I, guys. There was nobody who loves someone with an ego more than me. I'm thoroughly entertained by men or women on reality television with egos, but hers, she just doesn't have the personality to back it up. It's so weird. I hear what you're saying. I hear, I do hear what you're saying. By the way, Zach, for the final, we should watch it live on air. Uh, I totally agree because this final looks epic. Yeah, yeah. We have to watch it live on air. I think it'll be a great segment. That's an awesome idea. Um, I'm in. But yeah, I mean, listen, this challenge, like, you know, we have a killer elimination. We can easily see who wins. They have their own thing. Then we get like a killer challenge. And it just felt really intense. Like it felt like a really grueling episode. And so all these people are struggling, but it's not like they're struggling and they're shitty competitors. I mean, okay, so everybody, if you don't know the breakdown of this freaking challenge, it's impossible to explain because there's so many goddamn steps, but there's all these shipping containers and they have to basically do an obstacle course above water on da-da-da-da tin engineered tin exactly what we wanted to see from earlier and our criticism of the plane has come to life in this challenge and we get actual competition using the set instead of just the set being like this visual prop um but i just don't think that you know first of all going up first massive disadvantage because everybody at the beginning was thinking we're competing for time right and it wasn't until Paulie lost that everybody realized they weren't competing for time they were competing to complete and that's a whole different mindset so in those moments where you have people like Devon or Maddie not making the rope swing because they were rushing it that was stupid they knew they didn't have to do that but when Paulie did that like that was just an accident he thought he had to go fast you know he didn't realize he could take his time through all of it catch his breath do all of that and with ninja the sad part is, I slightly have to eat my words here because she knew she could have taken her time and she <laughs> didn't. And that was where I had a really big problem with her performance, but she recovered really well. And, you know, ninjas aren't the type to go down and feel like, oh, I failed, that's it. Because on the American Ninja Warrior course, completing it is really difficult. And it's not something that just happens casually. And people fuck up all of the time on it, even the best ones. You know, the best ninjas out there mess up all of the time. So for her, it's not like, oh, I fell, I'm done, this is over, my life is 
the end of the world. It's like, get back up, finish this and be done. And she did that. And so you have to give her props for that because nobody else managed to recover as quickly and as nice. I do give her props for that. She was the only person who fell and then was able to, to get back up and complete it. Exactly. However, I loved, loved the shade that Theo was throwing at her. He, I don't think Theo is a fan of Ninja Natalie. And I, uh, my, Theo went up in my book tonight. All right. He, 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 he said what, what I was feeling. I wrote down the quote. I wrote down the quote. He goes, she has lost her name as Ninja Natalie. She is now just Ninja to me. And that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Um, <laughs> let me see. I'm going to try and I'm going to try and cover as much as we can about this elimination before we talk about Polly, because that's going to encompass the rest of this recap. There's <laughs> so much we can say about Polly. Uh, Georgia. That's true. Very impressed with Georgia. Very impressed with her. Georgia um, did very well. Her yes. light frame was a big advantage. Um, one thing I will say, uh, I don't know who's going to do it. There, first of all, there's so many things that happened in this episode of the challenge that were very memeable. Uh, so I do think we're going to be getting memes and gifs and all kinds of things from this episode. But there were, did you notice the slow motion shot of Georgia sliding down into the water? And it's just like her ass. <laughs> and I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of, of guys, a lot of people yeah. that are probably going to turn that into some kind of gif, if I had to imagine. I'm not one of them. I, th- I feel like Alon, that's, that's up his alley. Uh, he might Alon, be- will, you, will you get that done? Yeah, he said yeah, actually. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Forgot he's in there with you. Uh, Robert, I, it's gif. I feel like it should be gif, but I'm pretty sure the actual pronunciation is gif. I'm pretty sure it's gif. Uh, I, I believe the person who invented it called it a GIF. I always called it a GIF. I'm just trying to be proper. But doesn't it stand for graphics? So wouldn't it be GIF? Listen, I'm only telling you what I what I'm only reporting the the, the facts here, Shani. That's what I do all day, every day. All right, we like factual um, reporting. Um, another yeah, George, George another thing about Georgia. Uh, I know there's a lot of people that like Game of Thrones. A lot of people watch Game of Thrones. Uh, I know Enos is in here. He's a big time Game of Thrones guy. Um, thank you, Greg. I see that. Greg I'm says always, you're right, but I'm just like, I'm, a, not I'm always go. correct. Um, there is a moment when Maddie, Thanks, you know, when Day, when, when Devon is climbing up the, she's trying to climb up the net after she fell. Lizzie's in goes, our comment section right now. I just think we should. Yo, Lizzie is a legend, virtual challenge legend. The virtual <laughs> challenge, whether you want to be a, if you want to be a hater or not, there would be no virtual challenge orgs right now going without Lizzie. She hosted the most lit seasons of all. So Lizzie, welcome. Whoa, that's Great a controversial have. statement right there. I would say there would be no virtual challenge without Day. Oh, that's true. That's the true. Ultimate it's, creator of the entire thing. I mean, <laughs> he he was the unwilling creator. He was like, I guess we'll do this. This will be a good idea. And then people kind of took the ball and ran with it. But Lizzie brought the actual heat. Like season yeah. one, was it was a ho-hum affair. But then Lizzie's season, it was like batshit crazy. That was um, fresh. Fresh meat was crazy. All right. Anyway, so go back to Georgia. Yeah, so, so, so back to Game of Thrones. Um, there is one moment when Devon is climbing up the net and Georgia goes, please, please, Devon. And 
if you listen to her saying please and then you watch the red wedding episode of game of thrones she says it the exact same way that catelyn stark says please at the end of the episode i know some people will appreciate that yeah some people actually some a lot people. of people people are fucking hyped about game of thrones i watched game of thrones sucks now. one Hot through tape. three and yep. i stopped and i really love telling people that because everybody always looks at me like i'm crazy they go oh, that's when it gets good you have to finish they look like they just saw a ghost and i did the exact same thing for uh breaking bad too in case people want to yell at me for that one as well so well I, yeah i i just my fave of all shows I've watched every episode. If you guys follow the Saniac feed on Twitter, I've been tweeting like during Game of Thrones the last couple of weeks, just because. I saw that. I mean, we're we're at, we're at this level now where it's just, it's just the most important show on television, and people, it has not been good, and it wasn't good last season. But people, mm. honestly, it's a lot like challenge fandom because people love Game of Thrones so much that they they're unwilling to see the flaws in it. They 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 want to hold on to this beautiful thing, but they can't see that the product itself has, has tumbled. Yeah. They, it that happens a, a lot. Hit. They have yeah. the blinders. It's the, yep. the challenge fan blinders for sure. Happen. Dude, the, the blinders are, yeah, they're 100% on. I see a lot of the similarities, which is one of the reasons why I took it to the Twitter feed. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So uh, Georgia kills it. Very, very yeah. proud of her. Um, Wes also, Wes went second actually. And he, I mean, he realized instantly that he just had to finish and he had to go as slow and steady as possible to make sure that he wasn't doing extra movements, having to recover from anything. So, you know, he goes in there, basically puts on a clinic. Uh, and I mean, at that point I realized how shitty of a position Polly was put in by going first it was just so much worse than going in any other position on this challenge. And, and it kind of reminded me a lot of, I actually like that fact though about this challenge because it reminds me a lot of old school challenges where going first was like this massive disadvantage and it really meant something. Uh, so this gave me that kind of vibe, you know, this was, this was that same sort of, uh, situation. Um, and yeah, I mean, Wes, there's not much to say about Wes. He just like destroys it. Uh, and we have Maddie who comes up after Ninja. I mean, we already said she was a disappointment, but we have to talk about the sea lion. Like, what would you do in that situation if you had a sea lion, wow. right? I'd probably go play with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the first, you know, the first second you see it, you're like, wait, is that a fucking shark? But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not, it's a, it's a sea lion. So, so that's good. Uh, yeah. I mean, at that point, she's not getting up the net. Might as well have gone and had some fun. I can't imagine the kind of exertion exertion that goes on. Like when you're at the bottom of that net after having fallen down in that freezing water, your body hits it like smack down and you just have to continuously use your forearms. I just can't imagine doing that. Like I, I guess out during a regular workout. I mean, I work out four times a week, but still there are points in the workout where I'm like, wow, that's really hard. I've hit my limit now. And that's like regular shit. Could you imagine doing that kind of an intense optical course in those sort of extreme conditions and in freezing water? Freezing water makes it hard to breathe. Shani, the, the thing that I took out of that the most of what you just said is, is that you're hitting the gym four times a week. And guys, this yeah, is a yeah. great segue into our, into our first plug of the evening for the Slay Gym. Uh, they're, they're sponsoring tonight's episode. And that's, you know, we've got Shani going there working with Louise Hazel uh, four times a week. No, no, I have my trainer three times a week. And then I have Louise on Saturday mornings, 9am. Her class is unreal. It's really good. It's like circuits, lots of training. It's, and she's awesome. Obviously training with her is so much fun. My yeah, little send, send, her a, send her a clip of that. 
let's let's turn that into an official sponsorship. That was a great that was a great on the fly read. Um, and she honestly, she might, so cute. She might not be there that much for you on Saturdays if she gets cast on season thirty four. A little bit of tea. Maybe I'll have to ask her about that. Maybe I'll have to ask her about that. That's yeah, great. get get the exclusive. I we like will. that. All right, so then we got Theo who goes up, makes a funny line about being six five, not remembering it. Uh, absolutely kills this. I mean, I kind of figured Theo would do well in this just because he's so lanky that yeah. all you got to do is grab, you know? I uh, loved Theo in this episode. Mm-hmm. I loved his commentary. I loved his performance. It's the it's the most I've enjoyed Theo this season. Yeah, Theo's, uh, he's shining. I think now that some of the riffraff have left the season, we get to have more screen time of these characters. And you want to know what's interesting is that Hunter has had less screen time significantly less screen time since all of these people have left because he's so actually uninteresting yeah <laughs> and you if hunter man if hunter wins this season it'll be so disappointing oh. it, it'll just be the worst possible outcome for the show i don't think it'll be i don't think it'll be him he doesn't have the endurance to match up against these other guys who are going to be competing against him like a track star I'm sorry, but you're not running. You're not, you're not going to beat Theo in a run. Um, okay, so then we have Davon who goes up seventh. Davon like, yeah. does all right, considering this is the same problem that Maddie had, she had. They grabbed the rope too low, and they rushed yep. it. You know, if yep. they had taken the time, because at that point, all Davon had to do since Maddie dropped, all she had to do was make the rope swing, right? And then she made it furthest. So if yeah. she had just taken, and she had 10 minutes left, that's what TJ announced when she was up there, right? It, unless editing was off. She could have taken like eight minutes, literally an, a full eight minutes to just like get herself cool down. Because you know if you only have 10 minutes, you're not going to make that thing twice, right? So you only have one mm-hmm. shot to go across it. So she could have just relaxed, like massaged her muscles a bit, like get everything shaken out, really loose, feel good, stretch a bit, and then hop on that rope super high, as high as she can, and give it one killer swing. She didn't have to finish this. All she had to do was make that rope swing. I really thought she was going to do it. Mm. Uh, but when they cut to commercial, you could see how low she was sinking, and you, you knew there was, there was no chance. Um, we got Jack in here. I forgot he's our hunter, Stan. We appreciate all the representations of stands in here. You know, we got to have at least like one for everyone. Yeah. Uh, going back to Corey's question, um, is is this the greatest individ- individual performance season of all time if Wes wins? No. But we did discuss a couple weeks ago that if Wes wins this season, it puts him firmly in the uh, in the greatest of all time discussion. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like firmly it, in that. Yeah. If not, in terms up- of... In terms of, you know, an incredible individual performance in a season, I, I, I can't really – I wouldn't feel that way about anyone this season, and it's for a lot of the reasons that we discussed. This has been a good season, but the format is is very forgiving. Mm. Um, luckily, we didn't have any redemption houses or any, any shit like that, but re- really, I mean, it, it, it was not the most challenging thing in the world to get in the tribunal, is, is, is all I'm going to say. It, it was it – was, um, it was an easy way to control the game and, and not be in jeopardy. And then you've got the, and then once they split 
from partners, it made it even easier because it essentially restacked your odds to get back in once things were getting tight again. So I'm not really going to give anyone too much credit for battling their way through the season, except maybe Georgia. She was an underdog from the start. I don't think people expected a lot out of her. And then she, she proved herself right away. Um, yeah. so, so that, had that was impressive. made had Davon made the final I would have been incredibly impressed yeah I agree yeah, yeah. Sa- same with bear we, we lost bear and Kyle we lost them and that was un- unfortunate yeah definitely I mean Davon should be really proud though she absolutely destroyed this season in the killing floor she you know really showed up and and she never once was delusional about her ability you know she never would win an elimination and be like yeah i'm a monster she would just be like yeah i got it done you know like like i'm really out of shape but i got it done and and just that honesty throughout the season i think is what attracts the audience so much to davon versus like a character like cam i know cam has a lot of fans but people are very turned off by cam's confidence and things like that so uh that's a big difference right there in terms of how davon handles herself which i always really loved um all right, so eighth up was Hunter. I was praying that he freaking lost this because I did not want Hunter to make a final over Polly. Like, Polly has worked this season. He has done damage. And for him to have gone home just like this and, ah, uh, just is so sad. It, You'll notice I haven't said uh, anything about this yet. I haven't commented so on my Polly thoughts sad. Yet. Hunter's so annoying. Why is he in the final and not Polly? Like that's just are you telling me that when Kara when Kara's leaning over Polly's shoulders, Hunter's gassed. He's gonna fall. He's gonna fall. You got this. Don't worry about it. Positive thinking. That's manifestation. I was with Kara. I'm like, yes. I was so ready for Hunter to make the jump at that point. Oh and I've been hating on him all season long. I was so, I was just, I was sad. I was really sad about that. I was less sad, not because Hunter made the final. I couldn't give a shit if Hunter makes a final. That's fine. I was just sad that Pauly didn't make a final and Hunter did. Like, do you know what I mean? It was just just not good. I, I didn't appreciate that moment. Although obviously there is lots of irony in, you know, you can really enjoy this moment with us shit talking Polly last episode or earlier today about posting the you know most daily wins than now losing uh, in a freaking day. Let's do this. Let's talk Polly. Yeah, I know. Uh, basically, Zach just wants to shit on Polly a little bit more. Go it's a beautiful lead in what you just said. How did you cry? Like, how are you not crying at this? Were you not like emotional? You can't be a real fan no. of if you weren't emotional no. at the moment. Like, you have to be a sports fan He's to be able to cry his eyes out. <laughs> this is like watching Coach Carter like emotional level tears. I mean, honestly, this was this oh. was just I was I literally was about to break into tears, but I have mascara on that's not waterproof, and I was just thinking I have to do a show after, so I really tried to keep it in. But holy crap, like I was on the I was on the verge. I mean, he was just so it was so like grand and what a redemption and trying to get up so many times and falling and you could just see his muscles freezing. Oh, I just felt so bad. I felt so bad. Listen. I felt pain. I like Polly. He brings entertainment to the show. He brings a good level of competition. He granted us an interview, came on here. He was, he was nice. Even while he was trying to speak clearly while Kara was yelling in his ear, like a, like a crazy person. Um, but I see why Paulie's detractors say the things that they do. Uh, he's, he's not always truthful. 
he ex over exaggerates a lot. He exaggerates his accomplishments. He exaggerates his height. Yeah, he. he <laughs> which, by the way, Greg, I saw that proof. Greg sent me the proof. Holy height, what? truth or no more. What? Nailed it. What um, is the proof? Just, oh, I saw a picture. Let's just say I saw a picture that cleared you everything. You can't up. see a picture that proves somebody's height. You have no oh, idea. I saw a picture with someone in it that I've met in person standing next to Polly. That gives me a very visual representation. How was the camera being held? How far away from the screen were they? Was somebody I analyzed it. Uh, it was it was like the Zapruder film. I analyzed it frame by frame. I got my pencil out. I was drawing lines. I was judging it based on the angles. Like he's short. Yarn. <laughs> yeah, he's he's short. Bottom line, he's short. Um, he says things like, you know, I'm I'm not, I, I I'm 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 not calculated. I I don't have an agenda with, with what I do. I still believe Veronica 100% about what she said being in the Redemption House with Paulie last season and how he was saying like, oh, I'm gonna take over the show. I'm gonna do all this Everybody stuff. Everybody wants to take over the show. Oh, they no, this all is, this do. Is, this is different. This is different. And he, this guy is going for it. And he wants you, I mean, he, he, he wants to crow about these accomplishments, even though he literally lost all of last season. Paulie, once again, I like you, man. This is a dose of reality. It's a reality check. You, you got to get to the point. He knew this episode was coming. So he's sitting online talking about everything that, you know, he did all these challenges he won. And then this episode comes and we literally get like a half hour Polly Cara sob story. I couldn't believe it. I knew I, you were living in this whole moment. Oh, I knew God. you were living in this whole moment. I was just like thinking the whole time Zach must be having the best time right now. But uh, was wa Watching Cara, it was a beautiful train wreck. Um, yeah, I could see that part. I don't really care about the whole Kara thing. Like, I'm more sad for Polly because I like Polly as a competitor. I thought, I'm sorry, but you can't say that any other person right now on the cast would have gone up as many times had they have fallen like Polly had. None of them would have. If Hunter fell once, he's done. Shani. Facts similes first of all paulie thinks in a very similar way to johnny thinks about the storylines he thinks what's gonna look good he's go he's shaking on the rope like the ultimate warrior it <laughs> and then he comes out and he's he's on the gurney and he's rolling over Whoa, what's going on no, Paulie, no stop. heart you have no heart and no athletic heart either i don't even believe you're a fan of sports Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to wrap this thing up so I can go watch Golden State Houston. Oh, fuck, right. I didn't TiVo the games. Oh, yeah, it's, it's on right now. First quarter's coming to an end here, but... My dad's going to kill me. Regardless, here's my thing. Shit. Everyone's like, oh, poor Polly. It was so it was so hard. None of the other guys struggled. Because they... No, because they knew that they had to take everything really slow. I guarantee you, had they not seen that and somebody else went first, like if Hunter went first, he's not making that. He's not making that if he has to set the strategy. Yeah. This dude ran off the first jump. How high was that first jump? 15 feet? Did a swan dive. Maybe, higher, maybe like 20. 
it it looked very similar to a rock that I've jumped off up in Canada before. I'll say it's between 15 and 20. And he does a swan dive. Yeah, it was nice. And just completely, he was so confident. And I mean, that is that is something that will always be enduring to like that endearing to people. That is what people want to see. If you come out there with that bravado, people are going to want to see you fall. They're going they're going to want to see you not be able to back it up. That's a classic reality television trope, competition trope. That's that's what people want to see. And he came out and did that and then i mean that that last fall was scary going going down head first the last like three falls were scary i mean they were bad they were really bad we got chad in here i've been feuding with this guy online i've been e-fighting with him yay welcome chad welcome to the saniac podcast we love somebody that feuds with zach what exactly were you guys feuding about Drop everything you disagree with Zach about in the comment section right now. Everybody, go! It's gonna be a whole slew. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll let him we'll let him go, and and we'll, we'll talk about this. This is going to be the most memed uh, image of the season. Is Polly crying? Yeah. It's going to be all week. Go on challenge, fans. Go on challenge talk every day for the next week, and there's going to be Polly crying pictures. I mean, come on, this guy is. I had to go. To, I, I'm just waiting for what Johnny's going to say. He, so he, he saw that. And was, he yeah. saw that and was like, oh, baby, let's go. Oh, Bananas is so happy. But what leg does he have to stand on? He's been out of the whole season. Like, we don't even know who he is anymore. Bye. Also, first look, guys, everybody, in case you missed it, this Saturday, uh, him and Wes's Maury episode is coming out. So it's this Saturday for some people, I believe, at 3 a.m. And for some people, right after SNL. So put that shit on TiVo if you want to watch it. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, it was like it was hard to watch for me for sure. I think what was harder though was at the end, you know, announcing the Davon results. It just felt like a really. I can't hate on production though because I absolutely loved this challenge and I thought it was a great way to lead into the final. But I was upset with the results for my own personal preferences of my favorites of the characters. But it was a great challenge. Like, it was a good move. It was awesome to watch. And most importantly, my favorite part of the whole thing was the fact that we got to see who was winning and at what point they were, you know, completing things or not completing things and really be able to assess whether or not production is, is lying or whether or not uh, you know, they're, they're telling the truth. So I like yeah. that part of the challenge for sure. And, uh, I think Greg made a comment about how they added the time, um, the times and things like that. Yes. Uh, which I was appreciate great. That. I loved, you know, you know, hearing TJ say the 10 minutes left or five minutes left, that kind of stuff. I like that. That's good. Seeing people time out is great. Cause you've got to know where they stand, uh, in the episode. So I like that a lot. Um, and yeah, you know, Irving makes a good point. He says he would have been upset no matter who went home at this point. Uh, purges are stupid, especially this late in the game. Um, this brings me to my next point. That's an interesting Irving. question. Irving, I know you're going to appreciate what I have to say next. And I know that you were probably expecting it going into tonight's episode. But for all the Kara stands out there, for all the stands out there that have insulted me, over the last however many months about Shady Shane losing last season in a late game purge after he ran 
the entire season and was unquestionably a part of the top pairing in the game up to that point when he got eliminated. Oh, wow. You're living for this episode. Everybody had a big laugh about that, didn't they? (laughs) Everybody said, that's part of the game, bro. Ah, here we go. You go out. What the fuck happened today? Let me tell you what happened today, Cara and Pauly Stans. Your man went in to a late season purge, just like my man's did, and got his ass purged on some bullshit. How's it feel? I'm looking right at you, haters, (laughs) fans, all of you. How's it feel? You're on my level now. And cut that shit, too. This is the happiest Zach has been all season. We go from a sort of mediocre feelings towards the season to, whoa, Zach is really happy because this is his big I told you so moment for so many different reasons. It's actually ridiculous. It's almost like production gave this one to you on a platter. Um, yeah, listen, I hear what you're saying. You know, people don't want these kind of purges, but, but I, I like this purge. I thought that this was a decent way of, well, I don't know. That's a tough question. It was better than last season. I'll say that because it was at least uh, like a really tough yeah. final-esque challenge. Yeah. Like it, it was, was a hard. sick challenge for it to be a purge on, but I do agree that this late in the season is not an ideal time to do the purge. So perhaps this kind of challenge uh, could have been done earlier in the season with like a, you know, mid season type purge would have been great. Um, but I mean, you know, right before the final, it's kind of, be- I don't know. I would have liked an elimination really because Devon would have had more of a chance, but at the it same time, it was the time- only purge of this season. So that's, I can live with that if it's just, Mm. one purge in a season last season there were what i think there were 18 purges 19 purges uh, <laughs> I, I don't fucking remember there was so many stupid purges oh god and they were miserable too no I, I i do i think that this this was a good challenge like of all the challenges to have it be a purge on this was decent uh maybe late in the season but still like a really good fucking challenge like just can't hate on that at all uh, i'm just really sad at who went home like davon worked it this season in that killing floor and most importantly she really proved a lot of people wrong you know that line from Wes early on in the episode was fantastic he goes we all just need to stop underestimating Devon obviously you know it's followed up by her losing but um but you know after having won that elimination I think she cemented herself as somebody that might not necessarily be the fittest but has a lot of heart and will fucking win like she'll bring results you know she'll compete she's not just gonna sit there and roll over ever. I I like Day. I think we're going to see her a lot. This is not the last time we're going to see her. That's were for you, sure. Were you happy that that she went home over Maddie, or were you looking for Maddie? No, to go home? no. Day earned earned it this season. Maddie didn't. Yeah. Maddie hasn't done shit. Maddie should have gone home. Bottom yeah. line. I agree. Um, with that. um. All right. So what did? Ooh, I, I I I'm with Greg here too. Kara <laughs> reading the clue. That was old school. I haven't seen okay. that in a while. We have to talk about the clue because this is a point that I wanted to bring up. I don't know if anyone has taken the time to zoom in or realize like when it was the sidekick and stuff like that and they would open them up for the clues, the clues wouldn't come in as messages. They were yeah. outgoing messages that they would type into the phones and hand them to the cast to read. So they couldn't even pay like, Ascent to send the text message of the script to the phone for them to read. They would literally type it and hand it over. And I always thought that was hilarious. And tonight, I'm pretty sure 
I'm pretty sure that the message was actually a note. And I was message. I was about to say that. It was clearly on the notepad. Yeah. I was I was thinking that it, Car was going to come in and pull some fake angle and say that that she got the 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 message from TJ and then she was going to be like, just kidding. I I wrote it on this notepad here. I thought she was going to pull a little, you know, the little switcheroo on him. But no, that that's production wrote it out and sent her in. It's it's actually so funny how those little things happen and and because they're so consistent. Like they, it wasn't like one time they did that. Oh, we noticed it. It was always whenever there was a text in the sidekick, it was never actually a text, and it was just so funny. Why wouldn't they just send it? It's like a in, in film and stuff. It's called a continuity error. You know how the Starbucks cup was in Game of Thrones. Now that we're bringing, yep. oh yeah, that was really funny. That I think was intentional though. It's good like viral content. Um, okay, People so. Are all over it. You know, we end this episode off with basically them dancing, uh, the prospects dancing at the at the vets' faces because there's so many more of them. It's three vets to five rookies, and the rookies are looking stacked. Well, I have a couple thoughts. So, so Corey is saying that he's surprised so many people made the final. Um, I I am as well in that they supposedly made it an individual game and you have eight people in the finals. If it was a pairs, if it was a pair season all the way to the end and you had four pairs in the final, that, you know, that would make sense. That's what they did in rivals one. That was, that was a four, you know, four team final for men and women, I believe. Right. Yeah. Or no, no, no. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm sorry. I'm thinking fresh meat Two. fresh meat Two was a four, four teams made the final. And then only the top three got paid out. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're yeah, saying. So, so yeah. That's, yeah, so, so that's in line with... Um, with the numbers. That's in line with, yeah, yeah, with what we're at here, except they, they broke everyone apart. Uh, second point, Ninja Natalie dancing on the table, further cementing my comments that I've made all season long since I you're spotted so her. Boring. What's wrong with dancing red. on the table? She can't dance. But so what? Can you dance? Fuck yeah, I can dance. But so what? So somebody who can't dance shouldn't dance and have fun? Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. lamest thing Not I've on camera. heard. That Not is on camera the until you get good at dancing. Thing I've and ever then, heard. Oh yo, my God. You're so boring. You're so you're like the person who like doesn't encourage everybody to dance. Like who cares if they're good or not? Well, Shinny. What kind of parties do you go to where everybody just stands around unless they're like breaking it down perfectly? Yo, there, I come from a crew of a lot of phenomenal dancers. You would not you survive with seen, my friends because you. Yo, can't if you guys ever seen Beat Street, your friends are wallflowers. You guys just get stoned and then Whoa, just like sit down. I am the biggest stoner in my friend group. Do not judge my friends based on my smoking habits. <laughs> whoa, 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 they are much more alcoholics than they are stoners. Another thing, Ninja Natalie throwing up the, the rock and roll devil horns. Let me tell you something, Ninja Natalie. I, I want to I want to see a list of concerts that she's ever gone to in her life because there's, there's no. If she even goes, if she even goes to concerts, she's throwing up the devil horns. <sighs> That's a classic pet peeve. Dance off, honestly. Like I would, I would definitely. If you come to LA, we'll have a dance off. I'll probably lose, but I'm still going to dance. I was Because you want to know why? Because I'm fun and I don't give a shit if I'm good or not. I'm still going to fucking dance. You're so lame. What if your child's a bad dancer? He won't be. 
Yeah, maybe not. He'll teach him this. I'll movie. see to it. I'll <laughs> see to it. Uh, yeah, I wish. I wish like Irlene or someone was in here. I was. I was a dancing fool in New York. People saw what was up. People know. Mm, True. Nelson, I don't think he's in here right now. We'll have to find out at some point. Um, okay, so basically we end this off. I mean, we're confused on how it's going to work, but I, my theory is that it'll be uh, like a two-part final where the first part people will not be able to continue into the second part. Similar to, what was that in Vendettas when they did that? Yeah. Yeah, where it was like two parts. So I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. Um, there's something going on on my mic here. Hold on. Uh I must say, for all the ragging that we have done on the finals over the last however many seasons, I think you and I are pretty much in agreement that the last true um, final of this modern era that happened recently was probably X's 2. Everything since then has, has been iffy. Rivals 3 was okay. I'll give it up to Rivals 3 was okay, but but Rivals 3 also kind of started this, oh, we'll do it in a couple different sections. We'll stop. Bloodlines was nah, but everything after Rivals 3 has been unequivocally terrible. Well, I um, thought I thought Bloodlines was horrible when it was happening, but when you then yeah. compare it to like the last few finals, you say, wow, Bloodlines was a good final. But when yeah. it happened, I thought it was it was the worst final to date up until that point. Yes, I, I in, in the moment I remember feeling that way too, and since pretty much that point, since Rivals Three, we've gotten Invasion, horrible final, horrible. Mm. They stayed up all night and threaded beads. I want people to remember that. that um, they had to count triangles. I remember we've that vividly gotten... because I would have been really good at the threading beads one. Like <laughs> I just like really like monotonous tasks. That, that was also the first final where they introduced this. Okay. We're going to do this big grand shot that doesn't actually do anything for the final competition at all. We just want to have it because it's cool. All right, so CT, hang on this bar off the boat and ride it in. And that led to Dirty 30, where we had the shot in the Dirty 30 final of everyone. Weren't they like sledding or some shit? They, they were on the saucer sleds on the back of the truck. I don't even think I remember the fucking Dirty 30 final. It was bad. Dirty 30 final sucked. Oh, was that the one that, that Jordan was... won? Yes. Yeah. And that's another one where it was all done in parts. It was do this, stop, do this, stop. That one was this, like stop. a weird one because apparently they had a part. They had like two parts maybe. Was it one or two that they didn't show like completely cut out of the final? Uh, like a biking portion and something like that. Uh there was also a lot of controversy with that final. I mean, Jordan like had his injury. It was a weird entrance. But and it's just like that, that's partners, where they were really. I just they, I don't like when they team them up when they're individuals. It's weird. They got so caught up on this. Okay, there's going to be a point system during the final. It's like oh, yeah. if you win all these points, and and that's where it's like oh, okay you get final reckoning oh whoever climbs down this ladder the fastest you win a point like are you fucking kidding me Mm. Uh, so anyways from dirty 30 we went into vendettas another terrible final terrible sorry Kara fans stands whoever that was garbage it was horrible was that the one with the was that what the one with the cards the high low card yes yeah that that was the one where it's like all right let's bring Let's find a way to bring Johnny Bananas in here. Like the most miserable reason to bring in a mercenary I've ever seen in my life to yeah. deal cards. Come mm-hmm. on. Holy shit. I, yeah. 
I own your fate. We're gonna we're gonna play high low. And then crazy thinking about some of these finals, they are tragic. And then we lead into the most tragic of all, final reckoning. Oh my Um, god, that was actually so bad. The total runtime was what five (laughs) k? Like, maybe total run distance was so short. I I, I think I think it was like a mile, and then Natalie's the only one who ran a five k because she ran into the jungle. It was also notable for the fact that like Kara and Marie were allowed to drink wine and stay essentially in another challenge house during the final. Mm. Um, when so Brandon well, couldn't even compete in a elimination that he was going to throw because he had a sip of beer. Yeah. You know, what the fuck? like how is it possible that they were able to drink while people were competing, but yet we've seen it before you know drinking is not allowed like it's actually crazy i mean yeah greg said seven million dollar final anybody 7K. untrained could easily complete 10k like easily and 7k i mean that's a joke that's actually a joke i mean my, my for, whole for thing that, with the past money yeah. my whole thing with the past few finals is like my biggest issue is probably what you mentioned with the point system because i don't like the segments I don't like, you know, it's the same reason why I don't like the challenges in that we can't tell who's winning. I don't like when it's not a continuous run through. I really enjoy, you know, if it's, it's like even when there's overnight stuff, right? You know how Wes complains a lot about uh, that Rivals final where they have this massive lead on them and then mm-hmm. they get like a minute head start up the mountain. So, you know, I feel him on that. And to me, that kind of start and stop in a final really ruins the whole marathon like you know yeah skill that you need for a final like you have to be able to run continuously and have that endurance and when you're constantly starting and stopping and then they reevaluate your lead and it just ruins the whole momentum and and the whole flow of the final probably my favorite final in the past like X's was good but i really liked rivals too because of the setup it reminded me a lot of the Champs versus Stars one, and I just really like that kind of continuous final, uh, one course, you know, killer. You can yep. see who's winning. You can see like the distraught when they lose. I mean, we both said it. The Champs versus Stars three final is awesome. Mm. That's, that was so good. It's better than any final we've gotten recently. I know people are saying that in the comments. Um, yeah, legit. One of my favorite finals of all time is Inferno one. Um, Great final. I was, I was going to the Inferno one final. What was the Inferno one? Yeah. Is that the one where the, Tina and, uh, what, no, was that Inferno two? Where like, where Tina's no, slow yeah, and yeah, Rachel and, and, and no, that's Inferno two. Yeah. Inferno one is when they're all chained together and they're going through the course. Yes. They have to find, they have to find like a needle in the haystack and then they all have to eat these crazy, like large ice cold taquitos. I think they all had to eat like 10 taquitos each and they're just like fat ice cold chewy ass taquitos and everyone's yakking it's awesome that's a great final Ooh, robert says inferno one is the best season wow. ever wow a young buck a young uh, buck yeah robert is young he's wow. like 20 that's uh, what okay. i wanted to say a couple weeks ago i discovered that this kid he's like 20 oh my god you said young um, i was thinking like 13 uh. no <laughs> no 20 is young shawnee 20 was was over a decade ago uh, or 20, 20 was like three years ago, ago. Dwayne, um, shut the fuck up. Yo, Robert, I'm pretty sure 
by the time like Iman had already won. Katie his- did. Katie Katie was the yes. Katie was the sole catalyst in that final right there. Yep. She kept it moving. Honestly, without her. And it's funny because they hated her the whole season. And then boom, she was their saving grace. It's 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 a classic season. It's everything the challenge should be. Um, but that all leads into this final mm. where our pleas have been heard because in just a couple um that's 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 funny irving it um, is yeah 20 is young when you are 40 zach i agree in, irving that gets uh, a pe- pin. people people would like to think that in just a couple shots this final looks so intimidating so epic in scope and scale oh i didn't get to see the next time on it cut Dude. it kept it kept cutting oh, on man. me i really want to see the next time on what was okay so give me the it's description 50- I think he said it's 50 miles. It's like a 50-mile course through the desert. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. That and I know that there's, there's like a tribunal. I think I think at the end of the first night, there's a tribunal and somebody somebody gets, I'm assuming somebody gets voted out. Yeah. It looks wow, awesome. Wow. You're probably so happy. Saw, That's very Survivor-esque of them. Uh, oh, yeah. And I also saw Wes biking at one point. So I'm cool with that. I'm totally cool with, with introducing like a bike leg back into a final. Like through Yeah, the desert I like that. Yeah. Plus, bike legs always then open up the gates for malfunctions and like the bike yeah. breaking down, which I like, yeah. you know, that, that's yeah, an exciting time. See, I would love to see Kara on a bicycle. If, if she can't swim, she probably can't ride a bike either, if I had to guess. I wonder if she can. All right, let's we'll go see. into let's go into cast uh, cast spoilers for season thirty four because I know yes. you have got the juice on this. People have been mentioning it in the comments. Apparently, Shailene is. <laughs> well, so uh, we don't have anything. We don't have anything concrete yet. I, okay. I, this, I'm going straight off Vevmo. I don't like giving them a ton of credit because I mean they're overrated. Their website sucks. It destroys Ooh, my. Vevmo, come at us. Seriously, uh, all you guys are welcome to come at us, except that would require you to reveal your your real identities. <laughs> well, I know they I know they won't do that. Have um, you heard the rumor that Marie is like this famous Vevmo person? That Marie's Pink Rose. No, everybody's not Pink Rose, but apparently she's like a. Oh, she's gamer or who? Yeah, yeah, gamer even, vibe or whatever. I don't, honestly, I don't even want to give these people credit because now they're on Twitter with their Vevmo tags, and it's 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 hilarious. Um, but it, <laughs> I I think the re- that would be psychotic. Because oh my god, that Greg, person- Sarah having to take a roadside crap—that was an iconic final moment. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for her, to, and she. I I remember she talked about that once too. Like how, how could like she how, poo like in that situation? I don't like think how I could ever go. That was for her to air. I don't think I could have ever gone like number two in the fucking woods on a final i mean maybe if i was dying i'd have to be like i, I have to really to be dying this conversation here that's pretty funny um uh, all right so, Vevmo, so, so so yeah it's apparently similar to this season but what's like what give me give me the shocks give me the shock noz there's really not so apparently we're looking at somewhere around the third week of may for departure so that's coming up and wow that's soon yeah it is but so Inter- there's they break it up in terms of very likely to be on and then people that are still up in the air as to maybe they got a call but people aren't sure whether or not they're coming on so mm-hmm. that that's where it gets interesting that speculation but in terms of the people that are very likely going to be on it's boring because wow. it's it's pretty much it's pretty much this season it's just this season on repeat um 
So for girls, we have Kara, Devon, Georgia, Cam, Nani, and Zahida from this season. And then there's also two more likely names that weren't on this season, Anissa and Tori D. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You know, Tori Deal has been hitting the gym. She's been working out twice a fucking day. She's been killing it. I am so excited if she goes on this season. Oh, no. she's a fraud. She's another person that's going to work with Kara and be up Kara's ass. I, I don't need this. I don't need Tori D. I need, there's only one Tori that we need on this season. No, MTV. we do not need Tori for you. And it's Yo, not Tori Deal. It's not Tori Deal. I am okay. excited. I love Tori Deal. It's going to be great. For the men. She just stands for so much better shit than everybody else on this fucking show right now. So you know what? Get it, Tori. And she is killing it. She's ripped right now. Carry on. I can tell that we'll have some disagreements over that next season. I know, um, and she'll probably make me like Kara more, so it'd be fun. It'd be lots of fun. Ew, stop it. So for the men, it's literally, it's every guy that was on the season pretty much, and then Jose. <laughs> it's, it's it's Johnny, Josh, like Jose. Jose, Kyle, Pauly, Bear, Wait, Theo, Josh. Oh, Josh, Josh Martinez. Okay, okay. Uh, Bear, Theo, Wes, and Zach. How the fuck is Zach still getting calls for every season? He doesn't even want to be there. It seems as if... I'm trying to think of, like, what other guys they're not paying attention to right now. But it seems, it seems as if, like, people are not... Like, are there people that are wanting to come on that are not being called? Like, is Marlon trying to come on? Because I want him on the show. I did see that Marlon was saying on his Twitter that he's got some kind of of, of big time, like, bodybuilding competition coming up. Uh, so I kind of figured he wouldn't be on it because of that. But, mm. listen, it, people want these vets to return. You and I have already discussed that there's maybe one to two spots available for them. And in order for them to get their shot, it's going to have to be over the, the, you know, it's going to be one of the regulars who bows out. And Zach is the perfect guy to not invite back on this season. Give him one to two seasons off. Mm. And, and Greg, that's hilarious. Overseas product tester for Bumble. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, if, if you take Zach off there, you give his, his spot to one veteran guy. That could be Kahuta. I'm that so, could be Abe. Uh, that could be Alton. I'd rather Marlon, to be honest. Um, yeah, I would, too. But I'm saying I'm pretty sure Marlon would have a commitment. But Alton, who is appearing at another Challenge Mania event, by the way, he's appearing at the L.A. event. He did a commercial that we haven't seen yet for the show. That's his spot right there. Yeah, I could, I could do with I could definitely do with an Alton. Like I would like to Marlin, see him come back. Guys, Marlon would crush. Everybody wants to see him. He would yeah. absolutely crush the season because um, he anyways. had such a killer rookie season and just you know wasn't called back and for no reason he was entertaining too. I would he, like to see him back. His challenge mania interview was very good. It was very informative, and he's made it clear he wants to come back. He's in incredible shape. He's a beast. He's a former D1 college football player. I don't want to um, see Derek, no offense, to Corey in there. Yeah, but I, I'm, I, I'm like not I, into that anymore right now because he's just not entertaining as well. I, I want someone who's also going to bring some 
fire. And I feel like he's had his shot over a lot of the other guys who haven't but come back. Derek yet. got his, his comeback and he got his awesome elimination uh, mer- mercenary appearance on Vendettas. Yeah. You know, we got all of that. Uh, I know he wants to come back on and I'm sure he will at some point, but there, there are people we need to see. There's people we need to see. We now, need, Mar- tell me, we need to see Marlon. How is Wes going to come back on another season? Like, how is he going to manage that with work? That seems unlikely. What I'm hearing is that Wes uh, signed a, a, a back-to-back contract, apparently. When he agreed Ooh. to appear on, thir- on 33, they contracted him for 34. And it wouldn't surprise me if Nani got the same deal. Um, uh. So I, I, think, I think that's what we're, we're looking at. Um, that kind of makes so, sense then that the cast is so similar because a lot of people got the back-to-back deal, right? You had Bear who also got the back-to-back deal. Yes. I wouldn't be shocked if some of these other Brits maybe got that then. Um, Real quick, let's talk about Bear. Uh, he's a controversial person right now because all these people are like, oh, Bear shouldn't be on the season because of this business with this this 15-year-old. Where do you stand on this? Uh, okay, well, I haven't even really touched like the drama of that whole thing that's happened because I haven't had enough time to look into it properly. But from what I understand, everything is speculation. The guy yes. posted a sort of steamy picture of her, but that's it. Like people are, if you've ever watched Love Island, for example, right? The chicks are in their thongs like casually throughout the day, just as, you know, as is. So we don't even know what kind of situation was happening. Like he just posted a photo. Everybody knows that she's underage in the community. Like she's a well-known family friend person in the London community. So people know who she is. And apparently everybody was like hating on her online saying she lied and uh, she lied about his, her age, da, da, da. And she's actually come out saying nothing happened. And on top of that, that bear knows, you know, how old she is and like all of this stuff. So I just, you know, when it comes to speculation like this, like I, I'm not going to make a judgment call from freaking 5,000 miles away on a story that I literally don't know anything about firsthand. You know, I'm not there. How the hell am I, I going to make that judgment? I agree 100%. This is, the, this is what we deal with on a daily basis now. This is outrage culture. This mm. is someone seeing some two-bit article from like a random, go- like a clip. And yeah, on it's a like random the Daily book. Mail, you know? Yeah. It's just a gossip man. Like, oh my God. This guy should never be on television ever again. But we don't know anything. Yeah. We, we literally nothing. have no idea. I mean, it's but, it's it's just it seems it seems crazy to jump to such ridiculous assumptions. Also, why would he post a picture like that knowing everyone knows how old she is if they had done something? It's literally illegal. It would be stupid of him. But bottom line this happens like we see controversies pop up all the time. People get pissed off about it. And then a week later it's gone. Yep. Um, which I, I think you could draw so many conclusions on. I'm not, we're not going to get super into that, but it's just the culture that we're living in. I hate it. I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not a fan of the way that, that these things work because it really waters down stuff like this waters down serious issues because mm. people are so used to seeing it that they're just like, oh, whatever. It's in one ear and out the other. It's like, oh, here's just something else. But the bottom line is, I guarantee you Bear will be on the next season. So I, I and, for sure, and people for are gonna sure, be talking about this. For yeah. sure he's gonna be on the next season. If there's anything we've seen, MTV doesn't shy away from these kind of moments. Like they, you know, apart from Tanya and Kenny and all of that, like they've embraced controversy with open arms. You know, they had Camilla on, they invited her on after her fucking dirty 30 fiasco to champs versus stars that filmed later. Like they invite, I, 
could not even wrap my head around the fact that they would invite her after that on to fucking champs versus stars so just the fact that that's happened you can say you can see that casting really has no regard for that kind of shit um and they're gonna you know obviously that's not necessarily positive but obviously bear's gonna come back like they're not gonna look at this and say wow you know this is the end of the of the of the contract here if anything they're probably gonna look at it and know a lot more about it than we do everybody's speculating it's all conjecture um and I, i i don't like that you know exactly it's just it's all conjecture we can't say anything yeah Um, we we literally can't we literally can't make those calls and this goes hand in hand with what we were saying about earlier all these people are super mad at everybody based on fucking assumptions like how can you be so angry without even the intel to be angry I, i can't anymore sometimes it just renders me speechless really um let me see here. Okay, so the place where this gets somewhat interesting is in the the list of people who probably got a call and they haven't been ruled out yet, or they either haven't been confirmed yet or they haven't been ruled out. And the names that pop up to me on that, Kendall. Everyone's talking about Kendall right now. Ooh. Um, so apparently Kendall got a call, which could mean that she might be that one person this season who it's like, okay, this is Kendall's return. She gets to do the veteran return spot on this coming season, which I'm totally cool with because people have been calling for this for years. Everybody wants Kendall to come back and Kendall's been driving a campaign for herself for two, three years at this point. She's doing the same stuff that Brad did when Brad got called back. Um, yeah, it makes sense. I'd like, I'd like to see Kendall back only because I think she's such a kind person. So I would want like some happiness for her, but I'm not necessarily sure that she'd be able to hang with some of the girls that are. are she, she might not, but you know, she does give us that road rules presence, which is what we yeah. want. My, my, my only fear would be True. that uh, granted, we don't know anything about the format. Um, there's some people speculating. I, I, I think that it might be like a U.S. versus U.K. theme, which would be Ooh, interesting. I'd so be rooting for down. U.K. I'd be down oh with that. God, that'd be At so which point, fun. Kendall would probably be screwed because she, she would probably be like the sacrificial lamb on her team. But, but there's a I, British I flag like up there. I can flip this. I'll flip the camera later. <laughs> I have a be- massive um, Beatles poster in my living room. Uh, speaking, uh, I'm, I'm trying to find. So there's someone from Love Island on this list who possibly got a call. Kaz Crossley. Shut the fuck I don't, up. I, I don't know Shut anything. Shut up. Shut up. Sh- oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> is, that is crazy. That would be crazy. She was one of my favorite people on this past season. That would be nuts. Oh my god, that'd be so nuts. That'd be so nuts. And she's so fit. Like she really works out. She takes care of herself. She's so much fun. She's so sweet. She's like cute, kind. Oh my god. Oh my god. That would be unreal. And she's hilarious. You guys will really yeah. like that was such an incredible reaction. Wow. Wow. Kaz. Like, this is so funny because my friends have no idea about anything about the challenge. But if I told mm. them Kaz was gonna be on the challenge, like this would just be this is like people would maybe start watching it. You never know. Stephen, so we're done with the episode is, recap. We're on to new things right now. If this is a US versus UK scenario, you could definitely see that there's a spot for her. You know, there might be a spot for Melissa to come back, which I would love to see. I, I, I do see here that Melissa did get a call. She's not been ruled out yet. I would love to see her back. I think she's awesome. Uh, Laurel, I know you guys love how I say that. Law apparently got called. Might come on the show. Like that's actually an insane thing. Oh my! We have to post a picture. Let me go find a photo for you guys. 
also louise got a call too so you could you could have louise in there on, on team uk i'm gonna ask louise when sick. i'm there i mean i'm not sure yes. i'll be able to then tell everyone but i'll definitely tell you you can tell me yeah you can tell me that's all that matters <laughs> guys kaz is so awesome and she's newly single she's newly single everybody look at her <laughs> it's gonna be so fun Every, a lot of people really hated her on this season of love island because she came in a little bit late and she broke up like a couple that people were obsessed with but then they were a much better couple and she was so cute and people did not give her enough of a second chance and i just am such a fan and honestly these people, um, these people come with millions of followers zach millions They're, they they yeah, try bananas by like triple so and, and i'm like, i'm more interested in the uk representatives i i see these names and it's like okay I, I could actually if that's what they do i could totally see this team forming like rogan got a call people have been saying to bring him back um yes and, and yeah like th this this would probably be the only way that rogan could could come back at this point so so th this would be his his last chance i think well you know uh, jordan rogan got a call I don't need to see Jordan and Tori on a season together. I'm sorry, guys. I, Jordan also got a call. Could you imagine Jordan and Tori on a season together? That'd be I, I don't need it. I don't need I it. I would love that. That'd be like a love. That, that'd be, we need more romance in the show that is not the same storyline of Kara and Polly. I'm sorry, but we do. No, I agree there. We do. It'd be so cute to see like a healthy, awesome relationship like on our fucking screens. Also, if it's a UK, I mean, that's crazy. Rogan would be great. Him and George just did, just did a boot camp together. So they're getting in shape. Uh, George has been training, training. I'm wondering what it would be. I imagine it would be either like a 14 on 14 or a 16 on 16, because then you would have to have the even numbers between guys and girls. You know, oh, if yeah, it was like, if it was US versus UK and you've got, let's say 14 like eight, eight, people eight, eight, on eight. each team yeah seven 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 yeah that'd be not bad yeah i could see that that'd be so a like killer a team, fucking UK, team uk you could have georgia and zahida who are both on the list for sure and then you would need uh five more girls would it, would it not be like a team world versus team usa because would they not want to incorporate some of these other players that they have i mean the only other person i can see that would be that would be turbo yeah um, but so far it looks like mostly just uk people so if you've got georgia and zahida and then let's say they cast kaz melissa louise god oh that would god. be awesome like kaz that'd be so cool she's kaylee so you could bring kaylee back yeah and kaylee's been training i don't know if you guys have been keeping up with kaylee but she's been training hard so there's like a lot of room there for some of the brits uh she also just brought the cam collection to the uk so they had their international launch recently which was really awesome so congratulations to cam that's a fucking big move i think cam might be taking a season off here and oh no never mind whoops she's on the very likely cam needs a season off in my opinion she's done like four or five in a row here yeah she's got to focus on her business i want her to become like yeah. this massive business mogul i could see her being like this killer just startup ceo uh Overall, I would be totally supportive. I would be totally down with a Team US versus Team UK scenario. Mm -hmm. um, if we had Kendall in there, that would satisfy my requirement. You'd get some old school, some road rules in there. If we had Laurel in there, I would like that, but only if she somehow faced Kara in an elimination and worked her ass again. What's with the hate for Kaylee in the comment section? 
I don't know. I don't get it. I don't. I didn't know people didn't like her like that. I thought people liked Kaylee. Somebody drop why you guys don't like Kaylee in the comment section. Yeah, I think it's a decent. It's a decent cast list. Like I understand why people aren't as excited because it's not fresh or anything but i mean oh my god if kaz gets on there that'd be insane just so everybody knows all of love island is on hulu so fucking watch that shit it's unbelievable they have seasons one through four on there everybody should go binge watch that show there's so many episodes you could binge watch it for the whole year i'm in full-on survivor binging mode because the the heavily rumored all chant all winners season of survivor is apparently going down for season 40 which is just fucking epic that's gonna be be a cast of just entirely of people who won and it's gonna be the ultimate showdown between winners uh so i definitely have some seasons to catch up on so that i'm on top of that Mm. she's 20 pounds soak and wet so what does that even mean who cares well you you know you know steven rolls steven's interesting robert he's spitting out some some uh some top tier uh over needing 50 year olds on this show yeah over it like if if beth comes on this show you gotta bow down bow down and support beth uh i just like i would like them to do like maybe a shorter mini version but i don't want i don't want like beth is cool but what's she gonna do like she could barely compete when she was freaking young could you imagine her now she'd be like going up there with a freaking walker oh my god beth 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 would be um what irving i have not seen that i'm gonna need more information on the the russell hance org game that sounds hilarious Corey, where did you see the Preston got a call that's interesting to me. I actually wouldn't would mind Preston of all the yeah of all the vets. I would actually like Preston to come back. I liked him. I, I'd be yeah, I would be into that. And, and he's still he young. He was like homeless recently. No so way. So he could yeah, he could definitely use some help there. What? Why do? You, where'd you hear that? What's the? Story there was there? an article. There was an article about him being homeless and then hit and him not being able to get a job because of the uh, the situation that he had when he was on Real World because he he had criminal charges filed against him when he put his his roommate's toothbrush in the toilet oh shit Um, wow that's so intense uh, yeah Beth. listen i would have no problem if that's do we know if he is back on his feet does anybody know if he is yeah we got to get more information on that okay preston was good on free agents that's yeah we need more preston information we need information on the russell hans org game that's going on i was unaware of that sadly um and we just we need more updates overall on on this cast. Uh, another thing I heard, another rumor I read was that apparently Buna Murray pitched old school versus new school. Like that's that's what they wanted to do, and they called, you know, they called a lot of old schoolers. But apparently MTV are the ones that don't want to do it. Yeah, because MTV understands ratings, and they're not trying to go back to an era where only such a small percentage of people would actually know. Uh, you know, know the cast that they're trying to bring on. Like, it's what they're doing right now is smart. They're expanding this show to a potential large scale international audience that could cross over to the other MTV platforms. Why they're not crossing over to the other MTV platforms, I have no idea, but they uh, are doing it the smart route. I'm also, not going to go out of my way to, to heap praise on MTV because I do feel like they've been severely mismanaged. They, they're sitting on uh, a real gold mine of of yeah. their history that they don't play into at all and their their television scheduling is atrocious um there's a fine balance in between that though and you can see that survivor thrives bringing back old players mm. same with big brother 
and they do it in a way where it's not the same two, three people that you see every season. It's, it's different. So MTV needs to tap into that more. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. Uh, all right, guys, I posted the article on Preston there so you can see it. Uh, it's, it's pretty heartbreaking looking at these photos, but yeah. he's back on his feet and doing well now. I would like to see him back. I think that'd be a really cool addition. Um, and yeah, I think that's all we have for tonight, Zach. I've got to head out soon now. So we'll see you guys next week. And everybody should buy their tickets to the Challenge Mania Los Angeles event and buy them soon because the room is really small. I know the space. It is a small space. There's only going to be, I think, 180 or 200 or something tickets available total. So get in there early. Come hang out with me. It'll be so much fun. We can do post drinks or post food or something along those lines. Um, and it'll be lots of jokes. Don't go to the Denver one. Come to the LA one. Like if you're deciding between two, come to this one. <laughs> Anthony's probably going to do both. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, he probably is. We'll see you guys. Um, all right, Zach, any last words before we send them out? Nope. That's what we got. Appreciate you guys tuning in for all the uh, content we put out today. Yeah, it was a fun day. It was a good marathon. And I'm actually not as tired as I usually am after such a long spree of podcasting. I'm sure Zach's exhausted from the baby, but uh, but it is good. It was a good energizing day. So follow us, everybody, at Saniac Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit, and saniacpodcast.com. Uh, you can check us out there for all of our challenge content. This weekend, I promise, and it will happen, an absolute guarantee that things will be uploaded. Maybe not all of them, but there will definitely be a massive upload going on this weekend, as well as an update to the website with tons of all the new content that we have been waiting to post for you guys. Uh, I cannot wait to come back next week and start watching this final. I think me and Zach are going to watch it live with everybody. Uh, so it'll be lots of fun. We'll get on live. We'll do it so they don't take down the stream so we won't necessarily show the show. So we can all watch it together. It'll be like a goggle like box if you guys know. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, it'll be Join great. Join us, people. And you'll get to see our faces while we scream and, and laugh and cry a little bit. Uh, pretty good. <laughs> all right, guys. Take care and have a good evening. We'll see you. Thank you.